Welcome to SEOconspiracy.com. I really had a hard time picking up my top 10 news for this week. So much going on. But without any further ado, let's dive in. First, Wired.com on uh, an article about uh, cookies and journalism. Can killing cookies save journalism? A Dutch public broadcaster got rid of targeted digital ads and its revenues went up, way up. So this um, public broadcaster decided to change the name of the game or I would say go back to the old way now what do you do uh, when you bid on ads you target certain user profile and back in the days you would buy an ad according to the content displayed on the page a bit like AdSense would do, actually. But um, what's very interesting is that um, this example shows that it's possible. Okay, it's just one example, but they went up something like 65%, and they also cut cut off the middleman because, uh, well, this kind of uh, companies can deal directly with... Uh, advertisers and contextual advertising micro targeting and all that stuff is fine but maybe it's time also to think about alternatives because uh, protection of privacy is not a trend it's definitely gonna be a fight between the ultra targeting super profiling and uh, the protection of uh, personal data who will who will sorry who will win mm, um, I have, don't know uh, what I know is this is interesting and it makes sense because if you think about it you are reading uh, an article about a specific topic and if there is relevant ad about the content instead of whatever is profiling you, maybe that would trigger some uh, more clicks because you you are reading about something. Uh, so you are interested in to that something. And next to that something, there's an ad in relation with that thing you're reading about. So instead of profiling you uh, with various uh, techniques and retargeting or whatever. Yeah, sure, it works, but uh, I like this. Okay, let's move on. Next news on Gizmodo. Mods, mods, Facebook's QAnon ban is too little too late. Um, could have also... Um, coupled that news with uh, TikTok announcing that they really want to fight um, hate speech and all that stuff. My take on this, um, 
Yes, of course. You gotta you gotta fight uh, all the hate and whatever is negative. Is it possible to eliminate all of it? I doubt it. Is Facebook doing everything it's it can to fight it? That's the debate here. In my opinion, nah, they are not trying hard enough. And since the big tech uh, hearing, well, Google is certainly going all in, trying to show good faith and that they are trying to improve and fix whatever um, Congress might um, come up with to uh, cut down the monopoly. Facebook? Mm, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think... The big tech hearing focused more on the Instagram bought out case and this whole um, influence of uh, political agendas on social media um, might not seem like the number one priority uh, as far as the Congress, but we'll see. We'll wait for the report to come up. But certainly, is always way too much um, hate on on Facebook. It's insane. You can't uh, go on that platform uh, without finding some nasty stuff after like three minutes of re of reading. Too much. It's too much hate on Facebook. That's for sure. On Reddit, actual wizard reported a new Google search box autofill on desktop. So he took the example discovery objections cheat sheet. And uh, if you um, do uh, search it on uh, Firefox, you will have on the side, actually, I didn't try it on Chrome. <laughs> Probably works on Chrome as well, but on Fireworks it does work. And on the side, um, you have a box with the people also search for instead of having that box in the middle of the, the blue links. And you have a little uh, magnifying glass, meaning if you click on that, it will search uh, deeper for that keyword. Interesting feature, I think. Next, uh, still on Reddit. Wanna be better than me? Uh, posted that a site with a thousand plus pages received a site-wide thin content penalty. What do I do? And I answered here. Yeah. First thing, he needs to crawl the site and also maybe simply uh, start with the site column operator on, on Google. Because he's saying that he thinks his content is, is legit. It's not copied, it's not duplicated, and none of uh, the posts have um, a number of words below 500. Thin content is not about the number of words on a page. And I've treated many, many, many websites uh, hit with uh, penalties like going back to Panda and even way before. Number of words have nothing to do with it. 
And even if you think that your content is unique, it is most definitely inspired, more or less strongly inspired, up to paraphrased from other sources. Everybody else is doing it. I'm not putting any guilt on that. But I wrote, thin content can be interpreted as too weak, too similar, not bringing value. And I put those words in quotes because quality of content is a relative notion. And the problem is that Google puts its own personal thresholds on whatever is quality. In real life, quality is compared to what? Taste, values, experience, culture, whatever. You might like something that I don't like. And, And quality is very relative. Now, you have Google, his rules, his search engines, whatever quality means for him, um, well, might not be what you think is uh, deserves the stamp of quality. In short, whatever that means is that the website is judged as not being relevant for users. I'm sorry that person got hit by a penalty. I don't know um, the entire context. I don't know the website. But for sure, thin content might not equal to a number of words on a page. It's way beyond that. Next in the news, what the commoditation, commodization, what the commodity, I don't even know what that means, of search engine technology with GPT-3 means for Google and SEO. That's from uh, searchenginewatch.com. I reported the new uh, version of uh, GPT by OpenAI, previously in the news. And I think I was a little bit too joyful because I was really impressed by the demos. Um, I know GPT-2. I'm using it. It's very cool. It works. It's fine. And I really thought that the version 3 was going to be a huge leap forward. Well, in fact, I think it's just an evolution, uh, not a revolution. And the way they are uh, communicating about it, I feel like... There's a lot more buzz than, than really uh, anyth- anything um, crazy coming up. So, GPT-3, uh, OpenAI website, you can um, still um, subscribe to, uh, I mean, enter your email uh, to, to get access to the open beta. Then it will get very expensive. Or you can use GPT-2. It's on GitHub and... Try it out first before getting over your head and going um, crazy on GPT-3. Of course, I should have started with that. It's all about generating content automatically that could pass for um, content um, generated by a human being. So um, technology is advancing fast. 
I've been testing since 2004 how to generate content uh, automatically and for sure it's getting better and better. Next in the news, uh, grow.google slash certificates. Google might be very well tempting to change the game uh, and to put an end uh, to um, the traditional education system. You uh, probably know that in the US, college is very expensive. Students are in debt for years after they find a job. And the debate is, what's better, skills or degree? So degree versus skills, yes. Back in my days, the degree was mandatory. You had to go through college. Today, not so much. I think companies are looking for skills more than degrees. So that's actually very cheap, like uh, he's, uh, compared to uh, to what a um, like a regular college degree would uh, would be. I mean, still a bit expensive. And right now we have data analyst, project manager, UX designer, IT support specialist. So I also feel that those jobs are <laughs> jobs that Google is looking for for its own need. And that might be a program also to self-serve Google's needs for skilled people, regardless of if they have a degree or not. But for sure, this is something that I will keep my eye um, on because I like when uh, companies disrupt the establishment and uh, for sure. Uh, there is an establishment about higher education in the US and pretty much all over the world. Next in the news, uh, myself under my real name, not the SEO conspiracy hat, uh, was honored to participate participate in the world famous SEO must chat. It was about negative SEO and I disclosed everything I knew about it most of what I know about <laughs> negative SEO. And um, I will share um, uh, uh, a link to the thread where I give out my four um, main tactics that work in 2020. You are big boys, you are adults, you are responsible. I'm just giving out the information about negative SEO. Do whatever you want with it. It's for information only. And um, yeah, karma. Think about karma. Don't do to others what uh, you don't want to be done to you. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be informed about how negative SEO works. And does it work? Yes, it does. Very well. Thank you. Next in the news, uh, Chromium blog is uh, telling us that highlighting great user experiences on the mobile web is moving forward. So Fastpage um, will be labeled in a, uh, on a mobile device and they're really putting an offense, uh, emphasis on, on uh, making searches and browsing better on the mobile web. Um, 
Yes, there is a lot to do to have a better experience on mobile. I think websites um, are still too much focus on the computer version of the browser. Well, I see the analytics don't lie. You know, I see uh, I see um, an increasing number of um, users coming through mobile and people still building a website for the computer that they adapt to mobile. I think it's time to switch it around and develop um, websites for mobile that will adapt to the desktop. Last but not least, blog.google is telling us that finding jobs, recipes, and product will be easier. It's called Activity Cards. And again, it's on mobile. It's 100% uh, based on profiling you, but in a good way, trying to help you. And it's a search feature that is only for you. Nobody else is seeing the same thing than you. Uh, and it's a carousel of products that are supposedly uh, interesting for you. We'll see uh, what that does. But for sure, I don't know um, about you, but coming from my days of where it was simple. We had a keyword on Google. We had a web page. We had a CTR and that equaled to money. Now, the experience is much more complicated. The customer journey is way uh, more diverse and it takes a long time. And on mobile, the conversion rate is most definitely not the same. Um, I don't have a magic solution. All I can say is I'm banging my head against the wall trying to figure out how to be more efficient on mobile as far as sales, as far as branding. If you follow what I do, uh, how I try to integrate all the uh, layers of the information tunnel from the 60% uh, information gathering to the 30% comparison layer and finally to the 10% uh, conversion and fidelization part of this information tunnel. I think we need to be everywhere. Multimedia is the name of the game. Integrating a strong semantic SEO layer within a global content marketing strategy, spicing it up with a little bit of uh, off-site, proper, efficient Black Hat SEO is my way. It's the way to go. I call it the topical mesh. You can look it up on this channel and I will definitely talk about it a lot more. All the links I mentioned in this news are to be found on seoconspiracy.com. If you search for the post of um, Alternative search news for week 34 of 2020. 
Thank you for watching and until next time, take care.